What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, we're going to go over the Seattle Mariner series, who I had zero idea was called The Battle in Seattle. I had no idea. Here to talk about is Tom. Let me bring him on before he talks. Good evening, Rob. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I don't believe there was a battle in Seattle before they made it one. Um, tempers did flare up today, so there could have been a potential battle. We'll talk about it. I just don't get Seattle. I don't get service. The guy's the most annoying guy in the world. There was yesterday he was chirping about something that it didn't even it wasn't even negative towards them. It actually helped him. And then today I don't know what what happened, but that guy's super annoying. He's got the most punchable face <laughs> in the American West, and that's all I got to say. But some good notes: Altuve had batting practice two days in a row, and I could have swore that I heard someone say he was going to start his rehab assignment next week. So Dana Brown was interviewed on the radio side, and I think the thought process is that depending on how he feels, depending on what the trainers think, depending on what uh, Dusty thinks, he could go out as soon as next week. I think they're in constant evaluation mode. I don't think they're trying to rush him. He's only, he's only six weeks post-op. Yeah. So when you think about how fast this is all moving – it's phenomenal. It's great. You, obviously, you can see Altuve is chomping at the bit. However, sometimes you got to protect the player from himself. And I think the Astros, or at least I hope the Astros, are doing their best effort to do that, to not let him rush back too fast because it's still way too early for all that noise. And I know the fans are getting a little restless. I know, I'm sure the, the organization is getting a little restless, but... In the end, the health of Jose Altuve, the health of some of these guys that we need desperately in this lineup, you need them to be healthy down the stretch. You probably can float. You probably can maintain until, you know, that. Here's something they were talking about right now on the broadcast before I came in here. They were talking about Alex Bregman's struggles. The guy's hitting 190. However, he's third on the team and on base percentage. Dubon, after breaking his 20-game hit streak, has just hit rock bottom. So hear me out. Alex Bregman should be the leadoff hitter because he's not hitting anybody in, but he's getting on base. So if you're not getting hits, but you're getting on base, that's, that's where you should be. Not hitting second behind someone that's supposed to be getting on, I think he should be leading off. I know it would be ridiculous, but, I mean, Dubon's not hitting, so you got to do something. Look, I believe this team as a whole is not hitting. I don't think moving Alex Bregman to the leadoff spot all of a sudden changes his struggles at the plate. I don't think... It doesn't change it, I, but he's third and on base percentage. So okay, utilize that to get somebody still, on base for other guys that can hit. He's still on base in front of Jordan. Jordan's not hitting right now. Not, not for power. The big struggle that this team has right now and the problem that everybody has with Jose Abreu is that the power's not there. Well, guess what? The power's not there across the board. It is 
34 games into the season. If you told me Alex Bregman had two home runs and he literally recently just hit one, I'd say something's wrong. Like as, as much as we want to harp on Jose Abreu and there is just, there's there was some slander today. He granted a oh, double oh, yeah. play in the ninth inning. Oh yeah. No question. Lots of but, slander, but Alex Bregman makes $28.5 million to bat 195 and hit two home runs. Yeah. So so there needs to be blame there. Uh Jordan, he he's as as much as I, I will never slander what that man does, he's not hitting right now. So when they're struggling, they're struggling as a unit. It's like you're either gonna get seven runs or you're gonna get one run. And right now, that's why this the the record reflects it. They're a five hundred ball club. Yeah. Again. I, I I preach it and I'll continue to preach it until I have a reason not to. When, when when the reinforcements get into town, then we can start to really analyze this team. Right now, there's just so many holes. And then guys that you depend on every day, Jordan, Tuck, Pena, who's also struggling a little bit, Breggs. I don't, I'm not going to slander these guys because that, that's the foundation of the team. However, yeah. they're part of the problem and nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah, they are. That's what I'm just trying to utilize everybody, but like you said, help's coming. We got two, 300 hitters coming. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know when every everything's going to start, but as bad as they are, they're 17 and 17. And I think the Rangers are winning today. They're probably at the most four games out, four or five games out. I don't, I'm not sure, but we'll get to that later. Cause I, I think I did write it down on page two. But anyway, let's talk about this. But before we start, I, w- I wanted to say this earlier, and I just forgot. But if you didn't watch any of the games, and I said Javier was pitching Friday, J.P. France was coming up to pitch Saturday, and Belak was starting Sunday, and I said, how many games do you think are going to win? You're probably going to say one. And that's what happened, right? So not even watching the games is probably what you're going to think. But these d- – JP France did amazing, but anyway, we'll get to that later. Uh, Christian Javier pitched Friday. Jordan Alvarez, three-run homer, his seventh homer of the year. Jake and Alex Bregman came in to score. Alex Bregman on base, three to zero. Top of the fourth, Pena got caught stealing, and Tucker smartly scored from third. We're up four to zero. The bottom of the fifth, Wong with the bases clearing double. Three runs come in. It's four to three. Bottom of the eighth, Suarez comes in. RBI single. We are tied. And the King, a two-run homer, sixth of the year, brings in Abreu, who was on base, six to four, final. What did you think about the game? I thought it was great. I think when the offense provides the offense, I think the pitching's been probably decent all season long. They haven't been great, but they haven't been bad either. Uh, Javier obviously, you know, did what he does. He gets his five innings. He throws lots of pitches, but he limits the damage and the bullpen just was uh, serviceable, but I mean, great win. Great way to start the series. I have to be missing somebody because Javier gave up one run, but I don't, I don't, I didn't write down who was pitching. Oh yeah. It was Abreu. He pitched the eighth. He gave up mm-hmm. one run, three hits in a run, not a good outing for Abreu, but he did pick up the win. Uh, Presley got a uh, save number four. He gave up two hits though. The King three for four home run, two RBIs, Jake two for four, Jordan one for four with three RBIs and Pena one for four. Now this game, we were just cruising up four to zero. 
And it was a little frustrating that they came back on us, but it was amazing when uh, King Tuck got the two-run homer. So overall, Friday's game, super exciting, roller coaster of emotions. It's kind of baseball games I like to see. I couldn't agree more. I really think that 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 game is kind of a microcosm of the season, really. As Tuck and Jordan go, the offense goes, and then you you hope that you just hang on. I mean, it's really the pitching hasn't been stellar like we've come to expect from the Astros. In the, in the past, the bullpen has been flashy at times, sometimes looking very good, sometimes looking very average. And then, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about a game that could have went either way, and uh, luckily they came, they pulled it out. Tucker drove in two runs, Jordan drove in three, and then Tucker scored from third. So they scored they, – they were a part of every run scored. Now let's get to Saturday. Saturday, there was a lot of buildup for Mr. J.P. France. And uh, I don't know how confident I was in the guy, but he did amazing. He pitched very, very well. And then let's go to the scoring. Top of the fourth, Tucker, sack fly, brought in Dubon. Pena, RBI single, brought in Jordan. And we're up 2-0. to zero. Top of the fifth, Jordan had a double, brought in Jake. Uh, Dubon was called safe. This was kind of a... A crazy play. I don't know if you were able to watch it because I don't know what you did this weekend, but the guy was crowding the plate, so they called him safe. They reviewed it, and then they called him out. And to me, I thought, like, if you were blocking the plate, you're out. But if the ball, the throw brings you in the runner's path, that is what happened. But that's not what happened. It said that it the ball got there so early that it really didn't affect anything, and that's why they gave it to him. I did not get to see Saturday's game. It was my nephew's birthday. We were down in Freeport. My sister does an amazing job throwing this elaborate birthday for him every year. The whole family shows up to the beach somewhere, this time Freeport. So I saw the highlights. It's a weird thing. I thought the umpiring was horrible all weekend long because I got to see Friday. I didn't get to see Saturday, and then I got to see today. And I just thought it was just one thing after the other with the umpires. And it just feel, it felt like they were trying to prove a point too many times. And I just wish that they were not a part of the game that way. I wish that you you knew they were there, but it wasn't. We're not talking about them. I feel like we're, we're having to talk about them a lot for different reasons. And it's not the, the, the reason anybody's watching baseball. So in game one, the Astros are up four to zero. And they let Seattle come back and tie it up four to four. And in Saturday's game, they were up three to zero going into the bottom of the eighth inning when uh, Montero just came in and forgot how to pitch. Two thirds of an inning, three hits and four runs. Stanick comes in to get the last out. He gave up four hits and three runs as the uh, Seattle Mariners ended up scoring seven runs in the eighth inning. And then Jake scored a two run double in the ninth. We had a little bit of life, but we just couldn't close the door on it. But this was a frustrating game because you have a young kid coming up, making his first start, and he pitched amazing. He got – I think he had the bases loaded, and he got out of that. And uh, he did great, and he didn't deserve for this to happen. And uh, it is what it is. Seven runs in the eighth inning combined, Montero and Stanek, one inning, Seven hits, seven runs, 
two walks and one strikeouts. Uh, Montero got the loss and the blown save. Maton did good. Naris did his job. I, I feel bad for JP friends. I do too. I think he did uh, do enough to earn his first ever major leagues uh, win. I, in the end, I mean, games like this are going to happen. You hate that it happened to this kid. You you hope to get him going so it kind of builds the momentum because it looks like we're going to need him. Uh, I don't know if you're going to speak to it or not, but there's an update on Urquidy. No, and, I, didn't, uh, I didn't hear that one. Okay, so again, uh, more from Dana Brown. Today on the radio side, he said that there's a potential that they could have Urquidy back before the All-Star break. Ooh. So that's probably... End of July is is what I'm assuming he was referencing. So they got to make it through May and June and probably all of July before you can expect to see Jose Arquiti back. So JP France is probably going to be mixed in. They also said that they were going to send down uh, Ronel Blanco and stretch him out to become a starter. So he could be a potential option as well. So these guys, these guys need all the help they can get right now, building the confidence, building up the, 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 the good energy to help this team win. So offensively, Dubon went two for five, Jordan one for three with an RBI, Tuck one for three with an RBI, Pena three for four, and Jake Myers, who's been playing really, really well, still way at the bottom of the lineup. He had two RBIs. So today, Brandon Belak, you don't expect much out of him. He really didn't pitch great. He got in a ton of trouble, and he was Brandon Houdini. He's the new magic man. I mean, there wasn't a lot of scoring on bottom of the third. He gave up a solo home run to J-Rod, who's super annoying. The guy's pimping easy catches. He, I, I don't know. Let the kids play. That's fine. But if you annoy me, you're annoying. I don't, it doesn't matter. He may not be annoying to everybody else. But uh, Abreu had an error. I think he had a Bill Buckner moment. Uh, run, where was that the other day? He had a Bill Buckner one. It might have been sad. That was today. That was today. It was, that was today. Legs. Yeah. So, so the second runner, one in as many games. Okay. So the runner from third scored two to zero. And bottom of the fifth, the bases were loaded. Gage was in, gave up a balk. I didn't get to see a replay on that. We were down three to zero. And Kyle Tucker, RBI single, brought in a Brayu three to one. And like I said, we had a chance. We got something going, Jordan, in the ninth. But they couldn't do it. Uh, bullpen held Seattle scoreless for the last three innings. Uh, Jordan grounded to double play after Jordan had the leadoff hit. So Jordan went two for four. Abreu one for four. Tuck one for three. Jolts back in the lineup one for three. And Maldi got a hit. Belak four and two thirds. Couldn't get out of the fifth. Ten hits and three runs. Only two earned. Two walks and zero strikeouts. What do you think about Belak's performance overall? Um, he pitched well when he had to. He got in and out of trouble all day long. Uh, that was a career high in hits that he's ever given up. I think it was 10. And uh, the the fifth inning, which he was not able to get out of, he ended up, I guess you would say he gave up. I, I, can't, I can't tell if that was earned or not. I don't know how that works. But Gage comes in, Matt Gage comes in, and they call a balk on him. And that allowed the third run to score which is really unfortunate because Gage ends up striking out. Uh, I think it was JP Crawford at the plate. Yeah. So had the, had the umpire not called the balk for like a, a weird step, I guess, but Gage has a different delivery. 
because he's a left-hander, I guess he's got like a foot thing. But if they not called the balk, he probably doesn't score. So it would only been two runs. It would have been two and, to uh, one going into the ninth. Mm-hmm. And maybe they could bring someone in with Jordan on first, bunt him over to second, and try to produce that one run to tie it up. That would have never happened. <laughs> Nobody's well, bunting I, yeah. with Abreu. I'm sorry. I understand. They could have brought someone in for Abreu to bunt. I don't, That's know what I'm saying. I don't know who's left on the bench. but Would have never happened. I would have bet your paycheck, my paycheck, everybody's paycheck. Don't bet my check. I need it. <laughs> There's just no way. I understand the, the frustration people are having, but Dusty's too much of a player's coach to yeah. do that. If you ever hope for these guys to turn it around, he has to show the faith. You know, it'd be like moving Bregman down because he's batting 195. You're not doing it. I mean, you just you're just kind of let them play through the struggles, keep working in the cage, and when it clicks, it clicks, and then he looks like a genius. All right, I'm, I'm having to utilize this mute button here so I can call folks. <laughs> I'm here working hard for you. So, Seattle, uh, let me put this out here: Seth Martinez, Phil Maton, and Brian Abreu combined three scoreless innings. Seattle had three runs on eleven hits. The Astros had one run. On six hits. Here's what I wrote down. The Astros are 17 and 17. Seattle is 17 and 17. Texas, I went ahead and gave them to win because they were beating the Angels 16 to 7 in the ninth inning. So they're 20 and 13. So we're three games behind. And then the Angels are 19 and 16. So as bad as it is, as bad as as the world is, as much as the sky is falling, we're still right there. All it takes <clears> is a little win streak. We win seven in a row, and these guys go two and five. I mean, it just changes the whole outlook on the season. So anyway, we're going to give you our players of the series, and we're going to do Survivor right after this. You're listening to Astros Baseball. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. 
American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything from t-shirts and jeans to sweatshirts and jackets. And of course, their legendary best hoodie ever. So you can fill your wardrobe with the pieces that will get you through your spring days. Like the lightweight joggers and pullovers in the French Terry collection or the rich and polished premium Slub Crew tee. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, American Giant makes something that's sure to be your next closet go-to. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Find a closet staple for every part of your day at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use Staple 20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. All right. I might need to cut that little pop noise out. <laughs> All right, player of the series, pitcher. Who do you got? I, I give it to JP France. I think he pitched really well on short notice. Really tough to do. He was on the road in a hostile environment. Normally, when you bring a, a young guy in, you want to do it in front of his home crowd. You know, give them you know a chance to to help build him up. So while CJ got the win uh, in his start, like that day, pitched well enough to get the win, that kind of thing. I think that for me, I like what JP France is able to do. I got Christian Javier for going seven innings. Nothing eight strikeouts. All right. Position player of the series. I was torn, but I went with Kyle Tucker. I think so Tucker did I. Had a, I, I think I had could a great have swore series. you were going to say you were on. No, 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 no. I think Tuck had a great series. He did uh, something eight. every game. Mm-hmm. He did great. Rose, my Rose is J.P. France because okay. I, I didn't expect him to do that. I almost went with J.P. as the pitcher and Belak as the Rose. Yeah, uh, I gave it to Jake Myers. We we haven't shown Jake a whole lot of love. Oh, and, no, he uh, deserves it, though. He was my player of the really series well. one time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I shouldn't say we, then I should say me. You. you I haven't shown him any Jake love, Myers. but I'm going to show it to him now. I, I think he's played really well. Uh, before the Astros got anything going, he had the two hardest hit baseballs. He smoked two shots to to dead center. I mean, the way he started to where he's at now, I think there was a stat on the broadcast that uh, Blummer had that over the last twenty games he's batting two ninety nine. So definitely in in an uh, on a team where they're starved for offense, anybody that's out there hitting right now, we need them. So it's yeah. great that Jake is doing what he's doing, and uh, that's why I made it my rose. So. They were talking the other day while I was watching the game on Twitter about uh, how Jake can't keep his helmet on. So he had a double the other day when he slid in, he didn't have his helmet on and they were showing the replay. And I was so curious, like when did your helmet fall off? And they did three replays and not one replay showed when his helmet fell off. I was so curious (laughs) of when he lost it. I don't know why it falls off. It's like Coco crisp. I don't know if you guys remember him when the Astros would play the A's. He had a big afro, and the the helmet just would not stay on. All right. I don't have any fairs or fair or foul, so that was kind of one right there. Will he ever be able to keep his hard hat on? Hard hat. His helmet. <laughs> All right. Let's go to our survivor picks. Let me give you the results. I picked Milwaukee, the Brew Crew. This this is Monday's games, right? Or is it Friday's games? It was Thursday's, Thursday's games. 
I picked the Brew Crew over Colorado, and there's not a whole lot to pick on Thursdays because a lot of teams don't play four game series, and they lost. I don't remember the score, but I am now five and two. Thomas, it was six to nine. It was six to nine because you nine. you you posted it. You oh yeah. to it. So they lost six to nine. Tom picked the Mets with JV over Detroit, and they lost two to zero. Right. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't a whole lot of offense, just enough, and that's all it takes. And so we are both five and two after seven. I was going to say seven weeks, but we're not very consistent with our. Well, we try to do it every podcast. Picks. Seven picks. Seven Seven out of 30. We're almost a third of the way there. Yeah. All right. So Monday, here's my pick. The Cubs over the Cardinals. Wow. Yeah. Two good pitchers going well. Good-ish for that series. Good-ish. Yeah. Um, have I picked the Yankees yet? I know I did. That's what I thought. I thought you did. I don't know if I, Let me I have yet. I have not picked the Yankees yet. All right. No, you have not. Well, then I would like to take the New York Yankees and Nestor Cortez against the Oakland A's. I think it's J.P. Sears. I already picked them, so I could not pick them. (laughs) Got to pick your spots. So let me tell you this, Tom. This is what I was doing today while I was watching the game. Me and my wife are trying to figure out where we're going to go for a summer shutdown. That's what we call it. We take... They shut the plant down for a week. And my our first that we were gonna go to Denver to watch the Astros play play the Rockies. And that's still on the table. And then I thought about what if we go see mom? And she lives in Oklahoma. And it was like a three hour drive to Kansas City. So we can go watch a Royals game and eat some barbecue, go to the Negro League Museum, which notice I said that right. If y'all are familiar with that, did you see that? Oh, oh with, with the Barstool thing, the, Oak, the Oakland A's guy. Oh no, I don't know anything. Is he with Barstool from Oakland? I know the guy they had to fire, okay. but he didn't. He didn't say it incorrectly. It's just not. You're not allowed to say that at all. He read lyrics off of a song. So uh, if no, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, something different. Okay, I'm gonna have to show you. Yes. It was like a pregame show. The guy's like, we had great barbecue, and then we went to the Negro League Museum, but he said that word wrong. Oh, and well, I did not museum. know about that one. Not museum and not league. He said uh, another word wrong. I gotcha. I Do gotcha. I think he said it on purpose? No. But well, uh, I don't. it was on national TV, not national TV, but it was live. They heard it, and Dallas Braden <laughs> didn't even react to it. I'd have been like... <laughs> He was like, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Well, Barstool recently had to fire a guy because he read some lyrics from a song in one of his podcasts and uh, used a similar word that you are not allowed to use, or at least uh, we're not allowed to use it. I don't agree and, with that. Uh, <laughs> I don't agree with it. I mean, if you're singing a song, you should be able to say whatever the song says. You should. You should. You should be able to. But the company. You say it when you're that, alone because you're singing the song. The company that owns Barstool said that guy's got to go. 
So uh, Portnoy came out and said, look, we had to fire him. I disagree with him. I'm sick to my stomach. He knew he messed up. He was reading lyrics. He had the phone in his hand. You I don't see the whole. It. Yeah. So, but when you sign up to do those things, you know, that's a slippery slope. And at yeah, any I time. I know. But it's just crazy though, because I don't know. It'd be like if I had, a, if I was a rapper and I, I said cracker 5,000 times and someone said cracker, I'm like, I'm not going to get upset because it's the words. It's the words of my song. There, there's i don't know all right i don't want to step off of this ledge yeah but i'm just right. i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm just saying i thought that's what you're talking about i, I that that was no. like national kind of no I, I, didn't, I didn't know about yeah. that yep yep so anyway going, like on back, going back to my story um i thought about going there and going to kansas city i didn't mean i got sidetracked i wouldn't have even thought of that story but i i was going to go to kansas city and then it was a five-hour drive to St. Louis because me and my wife had watched a video of somebody going up in the uh, arch. And, oh, okay. And then we go back to Oklahoma City and then back here. And I added the miles and I added the hours. And it was like 3,100 miles. And I don't know, something. It was ridiculous. And I was <laughs> like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not going to do that. I said, we can still do the Kansas City thing. Take a couple days up there. I I I'm curious. I really want to taste the barbecue up there. And then uh, the Cubs are at home when I'm off. Wrigley Field. I've been looking at hotels in Chicago. I've never been to Wrigley Field. I've been to Boston. Um, I don't know. Sounds like you got a lot of options. I, and, I do. And so far, everything you described, th there doesn't sound like a bad choice in there. I know, Except right? if you're going to do all the driving, though. That that would uh, I I don't know if I'd want to drive to any of these locations. I'd rather just fly and and whatever. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that either. Just do the flight from here to one of them, from one of them to the other, with the other one to here. Just do all single flights, I guess, or multi multi uh yeah multi location flights. So anyway, keep keep tuned in, folks. We'll see. I'm gonna go somewhere. Last year I wasn't gonna go anywhere. I left work on Friday, and they're like, where are you going? Because you always go somewhere. Ah, I'm not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. Went home, booked trips to Providence, Rhode Island. Where'd <laughs> that come from? I don't know. But I'm going somewhere. Tune in to see, folks. Do y'all have any kind of shutdown where you work? Or y'all just work all the we time? We do not. I mean, we do during the holidays, but it's not like, like that. When I worked at Boeing, they had a shutdown from the end of the year, like like Christmas through New Year's. There was always like a week they gave you off there. But uh, we don't do anything that crazy. I believe yeah, there's we, like a four-day, a couple four-day weekends in there, you know, they that we do, but nothing. We, we get a week off in July. And this year, usually it's during an All-Star game. So the Astros are usually, they're usually like, uh, it's rough. I never well, got to go to a game, but I wouldn't but now, tell you to go to this year because it's in Seattle. <laughs> no, I hate Seattle. Or, or was or was it last year that was in Seattle? They got it's the patch on their arm. Yeah. Are they still bragging about last year, or is it? I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know where it is. So I will give you the microphone, and you can tell me your final thoughts, and I'll look up where the All Star Game is because I know people listening are dying to know now. So. I, I thought about this a lot and you know, when, when, when do I panic? 
you know, everybody wants to, should we panic? Is this the time to panic? When do I panic? And I was on Twitter earlier. And of course there's people, there was a, the, 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 the now infamous, I would say cool arrow 80 on Twitter who has the now infamous updates with Maldi in the lineup, as opposed to without Maldi in the lineup. And uh, you can kind of tell where he, where he kind of feels so he was like, and this was a tweet for him from him. He's like, remember those snarky accounts that were posting the Astros record in 2017 to 2022? Anytime someone said they were concerned about the Astros, I don't see those those reminders much anymore. To which I responded, in 2021, the Astros were 18 and 16 after 34 games. You know, kind of a little jab, but. I don't think it really matters what their record is last year. I don't think it matters, but it does give you like an idea of like, look, they've been there before and they came back. So don't, don't worry. It's not to say like, well, they came back last year, so they're going to come back. You never know. They might suck the whole year. You never know. But that's just by you saying that it's like, look, they, they were this bad last, last year. The fans were bad. They didn't give the Astros a chance in the world. They said this just isn't the team. And I think so that's do you the know way they what the Astros year. record was after 22 games? No. Or thir- I'm sorry, 34 games. I'm sorry. They were 22 and 12. And they started like, what was it? Six and uh six and eleven or something like that. And then ramp- rattled off like a-, a big win streak. And I just I feel like this team is too talented, too seasoned, you know, too disciplined. I think. Once things start to come back together the way they're supposed to be, you're just going to see a different ball. Club. And I think they've been trying to MacGyver this thing for a whole long time with yeah. paper clips and duct tape and super glue and guys you've never heard of and mustaches and clean shaven kids and all kinds of stuff. And when you get the lineup back to the way it's supposed to be with Jose Altuve at the top, they're going to win more than they lose. And then everybody's going to be like, man, remember that time when people were upset and people were worried? That was fun. I'd like to see the win-loss record when uh, Jordan and Tucker, neither one of them get a, a RBI. It's probably not good. It's probably horrible. Do you know they were talking about uh, Jordan, how he was, you know, he had all those RBIs and he went all this time without any RBIs? It's because nobody was ever on base. It wasn't his fault. Well, that's not true. You said Alex Bregman was on base. <laughs> now, for him when he was up, I know. But yeah, I just, I just, I'm not concerned. I really am not. The more we talk about Texas and and the the division, it's three games. That's one series. I mean, that's really what it amounts to. The oh, or I'm sorry, the the uh, Anaheim Angels of of what is it? Los Angeles. Yes, <laughs> Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. There, there you go. They lost today 16 to 8. As bad as it is right now in Astros land with the way the, the, the season has gone with injuries and the, they're not losing 16 to 8 to the Texas Rangers. They're not getting their brains beat in. So I would just say that this, this team will be fine. Things yeah. will be okay. I think Uncle Mike is probably a week away. I think Chaz might be a week away. And then the way Altuve is just forcing his way, you know, through. Altuve may be here by the end of the month, and then you start to go, okay, now that lineup looks like a lineup I know and love, and now you got pitchers starting to throw too many pitches, not 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 mowing through your lineup because those guys take at bats 
like to a different level. I mean, Altuve is a, a, a like a legendary free swinger, early swinger, but the rest of those guys, Uncle Mike is going to give you an at bat, you know, where he's just going to be in the at bat for six, seven, eight pitches three times a game. So when you're getting into these bullpens and then and then wearing out these these starters to the point where that fourth inning, that fifth inning is when you you dent them for three or four runs. That's the type of ball club this Astros team has been for the last six years, and I think they'll get back to once once they get healthy. You were talking about how the Rangers are, uh, what did I say they were, 20 and 13? Pretty decent record. They're beating us by three games. The, oops, the difference in the fan bases, the way they feel about their team, is like Texas just thinks like we have the best team in the world and we're going to win it all. And we're like the Astros fans are like, oh, man, we're we're so we suck so bad. Three game difference. It's just a different mindset. Three games different, folks. That's it. We got the L.A. Angels of Anaheim coming up. See what happens. We almost took two out of three against these guys with Belak and J.P. France. So think about that. I don't know. Dusty's in charge. I think there's people like Jolks that should hardly ever sit down. Jake Myers is doing good. There's just holes in the roster, but I don't know who said this before, but you can't break a slump or you can't get better if you don't if you're not out there playing. Jose Abreu is not going to get better. He signed here for three years. It's not going to get better. He's not going to get more comfortable. Nothing's going to change if he sits on the bench. Nothing. Nothing's going to change. He needs to play. We'll be fine. I think he's third or fourth in hits on the team, something like that. So it's not all bad. Yeah, and and I think people need to also understand too that that when you when you signed up for Jose Abreu, and and I know people are gonna say they didn't sign up for him or. Yuli was my guy, this and that. Yuli's hitting 331. It's it, it was it was <laughs> I understand. I think I understand. And if Yuli was hitting 331 last year, he'd still be an astrogen. Oh yeah. No, you I'm know? in no way am I have I ever said they should have kept Yuli because <laughs> there was a lot I, of people I did not I didn't I know I love Yuli, but when they said we're gonna get a Brayu, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather have a Brayu. No matter if Yuli's my favorite player or not. I wanted Yuli to be the utility guy. I wanted him to do what Dubon's doing now. I didn't. I knew he wasn't going to be a starter. I just still wanted him on the team. But I thought the Astros made the correct choice. So, and I'm sticking with it. And, and I, I do too. But it's one of those things where I knew that I was sacrificing the defense for the offense. Now, obviously, Abreu hasn't amounted to what people want him to be offensively. I think he's batting 226. And it's like he's a lot. He's a lot like Dubon right now. A lot of one for fours. You know, I'm gonna get you that one hit. I may get a walk in there, and and I just I'm not hitting for a lot of power. Now he had a double today. That was only his fifth extra base hit. But I am really curious how many extra base hits does Alex Bregman have? And I know it's not fair. We know he's a he's a he's a slow starter. But if 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 people want to start pointing blame, I, I'm not one of those guys to do it. But Alex should be getting some of that. And I know that that's part of the reason why I'm just really at peace with what's going on right now. Because if you're telling me that I'm missing all these guys and I'm sort of missing Alex Bregman, the Alex Bregman, that's just a lot to ask for a team not to be a 500 ball club. So 
when he starts hitting the way we are, we all know he will because Alex is just too good and too determined. I think you're going to see the, you're going to see it in the final, in the box scores. Abreu has 30 hits. Bregman has 25. Corey Jolks has 24 hits. He has one less hit than Bregman and Bregman plays every day. And Jolks may play one game a series. And that's why I think he needs to get out there. Maldonado has 13 hits. Dubon has 35 <laughs> hits. He's leading the leading the team in hits. What other category do you want to talk about? On base percentage, Tucker. Oh, Bregman's third. Bregman's third. 322. Alvarez and Tucker, but you're not going to bat those guys first. Um that's why I don't think that makes a whole lot of sense for the argument. You got to put those guys in position to drive guys in. And I think that's why Bregman in the tool hole makes a lot of sense. Bregman Again, will be fine. Exactly. There was years when T Tucker was hitting these balls and people just happened to be where, where the ball went. They just happened to be there right in the time. All right. Well, that's all I have. I think we're about to run out of time because I knew we were getting the warning and I haven't seen it. So before we run out of time, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.